is Diana Castro and you've just turned into Leaders with a Mission. And today I have someone very special. And if you are in love with education, then you should stay and meet this person. Her name is Megan Fitzpatrick and she is on a mission to help teens find clarity and purpose after high school so that they can confidently answer the question, what's next? She's all about creating opportunities that guide them into a self-discovery journey that leaves them feeling purposeful and confident with their decision after high school. And with you, Megan. Hello, gorgeous. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. And tell me about how you arrived to create the space for teens that at this time feels like they're a little lost. So I started my career as a high school math teacher. And when I walked into my first classroom, it was like, this is it. This is what I want to do. I want to change lives, right? And when I walked into the classroom and realized that I was going to do what I set out to do at 21 years old, I was like, wow, I'm so lucky to do it. Fast forward eight years, and I felt a calling to want to do more to want to be outside the classroom and reach more children. And so I made the decision to start my business specifically designed to help teenagers do all the things that what the classroom is really meant to do, but doesn't really have time to do, right? Mm -hmm. And that is to understand a teenager from the perspective of who they are, not just what college they want to go to or what grade they got on their math test or what their SAT score is. Mm -hmm. That's what I felt that most of the teenagers in my classroom were really focusing on. And they were getting lost in the shuffle of, man, I got a B and I should have gotten an A. And they were really, we talk about this all the time, focusing on the shoulds of life. And where did they have space to focus on the who am I in life? I love it. It's coming back to what is my truth and how do I use that to propel me to my future? Right. I love that. So what has been your experience doing this? Where do you find people um, meeting you? So it's interesting. That's a great question because... When I first started doing this, it's all about like, okay, well, there's different segments of the population, right? My, my heart is to be able to bring this work most likely to the inner city and for the, uh, the inner city communities because that's where I feel that it could be most beneficial, right? There's opportunity outside of school and you can go to college. You can, can be successful without going to college. But for me, it was the same across the board. Teenagers really just want to be heard and they wanna be listened to, and they want somebody that's their cheerleader in their corner when they have questions. When they think to themselves, I don't wanna to go to college, where could they go without feeling judged, right? And it's May at the end of the day that they do go to college, but they're scared to even question if they should or not. And that's where my passion lies. Um, I feel that, in my personal opinion, college is not for everyone, and I feel and maybe this is against popular opinion, <laughs> <laughs> that um, the world and the speed that the world is changing is asking for different skills that even college doesn't even have. So how do you support parents with children that feel lost in this whole machine system that has been created for them? I also agree with you, Diana, actually, because I do feel that college isn't for everyone. College wasn't created for everyone. College was created for specific job sets and specific avenues. And somehow we got lost in the shuffle of trade school and makeup artist and, and carpentry. Like, where did that go? Those are very successful careers. 
And a college path is not how you get there. But we have as a society decided that it's not the right path unless you go to college first and then do that, right? And so for me, when I talk to parents about this, I say, okay, I'm not going to talk to your to your kids about not going to college. That's not how I lead the conversation. I lead the conversation with who are they and help them to take ownership of if this is the path you want to go on, college is part of that path. So it comes out organically and it doesn't come out as a forced conversation or a, you have to do this, right? Do you believe that as a society, we have um, created this idea or believe that success equals after college or like su success is the result of being after college? Yes. How do you feel about that? Because I have a lot of opinions about yes. that. Just by the way. So, I mean, even myself, I was guilty of it, right? I left the classroom and what did I do? I jumped right into getting an MBA. Why did I do that? I do not regret my MBA. I love the fact that I have an MBA, but I did it because I felt that people weren't going to take me seriously as a businesswoman. That was my driving force of why I decided to go to the next step. It was step. based on fear. It was, it was not based on like, this is my path. This is my path. Because if I think back to where I was at that time in my life, master's in business administration I don't think was my path. And to be honest with you, as an entrepreneur, and you know, there's a lot of stuff you don't even learn there. There's a lot of failures and fail forwards and all of that. So when we're talking about teenagers making this decision, it's really um, built around empowering them to make more informed decisions, not based out of fear. And how does that happen? Using the ultimate selfie, we help them to increase their confidence to be able to answer those questions. So, oh. Question, what is the ultimate selfie? So the ultimate selfie is my curriculum that I designed uh, through my experience in the classroom and through my business experience in writing my first business plan. Your business plan includes things like a SWOT analysis and a financial projections and even an exit strategy, right? To most people, these are kind of sort of obscure terms, but I saw the link of, wow, could you imagine if a teenager did a SWOT analysis of their life? Could you imagine if a teenager understood what an exit strategy was when a plan didn't work out and could confidently say, it's okay that I failed at this, but I'm going to try and pivot again? Like bringing all of those business terms to a teenager's life is where the ultimate selfie came from. So we start with core values and strengths, align it to their passions, and then set goals. We don't even talk about what do you want to be. We spend weeks on who are you first. I feel so strongly, like so strongly <laughs> that this could be an amazing thing to be incorporated in every school. Like this is such a path to really saving us years of experience, like years of wasted time. And we as humans, we literally, that's our most valued asset. Time is something that we cannot renew. We cannot recreate. Time is our most valuable Asset. So for you to create something that is going to save them time, money, headache, it's like, how do we do this? Like, I love that you're doing that. How come people, is this something that is a, a curriculum that's, that's being integrated in, in schools? Is this something that you teach separately? How, how does this work? Answer choice E, all of the above. I'm going to give a teacher answer choice there. But um, also, it's really about, uh, there's many different ways in order to uh, get involved in the ultimate selfie. Eventually, it will be in every school in the United States. It is my dream, and in the world, it is my dream that when a student is stamped ultimate selfie, that an employer, a college, 
whomever reads their resume, that they're a graduate of the ultimate selfie, they know that this person comes with a very specific set of skills and they know themselves from a different kind of lens. So right now the program is online. It's a hybrid program, which they can sign up for uh, in a, a virtual and a asynchronous format. And then eventually it will be at your school or at a nonprofit organization where they can go after school and actually take the course face to face. Oh my God, this is brilliant. Thank you. This is so cool. And let me ask you, I could continue going on and on, but <laughs> I wanted to ask you, part of, of what we do is ask people, what is their personal definition of leadership? You took a path of leadership um, by leading those that you felt you are here to serve, and that's your mission. What is your personal definition of leadership? I fall back to a quote that I fell in love with many, many years ago, which is listen to understand versus listening to respond. And when I think about being a leader, it's really listening to whomever is in the audience from a place of understanding rather than wanting to put your two cents in. Because that's how I lead my business, that's how I lead my clients, especially working with teenagers. Like I said before, it's all about listening to them. They have very little opportunity where Adults like us are listening to them to understand and not necessarily give advice, just to be there to listen. I love that. And I feel that to be so true. I feel like as adults, we sometimes forget that once we were there and all we wanted was someone to listen, not necessarily to understand us, not necessarily to correct us, but just to be there, to felt, to feel hurt, to feel that that somebody can see us yeah. and, and I feel like what you've created creates that space for them, creates a space where they get to be acknowledged for the things that they, they shine on, not just for the things that you should improve that that's not good enough. And yeah. I, that's such a beautiful opportunity. So next question, which is one of my favorites is what books feed you? What books, what, what fuels your soul? So part of my program, we take the Strengths Finder, which you're familiar with. Oh, I love the Strengths Finder. <laughs> and um, my number one strength is positivity. No matter what situation I'm in, it's positivity. Uh, it was reaffirmed after I took the Strengths Finder that this is totally me. I'm always positive, always see the positive spin on things. But most importantly was when I realized that there's actually a science of positivity, of mapping the brain differently from a uh, perspective of science and being able to reset yourself just by thinking positive. And their book is called Flourish. Um, it's all about the science of positive psychology and how to really, there's, there's activities in that book, but it's all about how the brain can be rewired just by this not toxic positivity, because I know that that's a, that's a buzzword out there, but more so from a perspective of, okay, this is the situation I'm in. How can I move through it? Not around it. Wow. That is powerful. And for those people that are like, where can I find her? Where, how do I sign up to this? How do I talk to her? How do, how do I get my hands on this? Where can they find you? So you can reach out to me on social media at the T-H-E Fitz F-I-T-Z solution, or you can go to my website at thefitsolution.com. I also have a free ebook. So anybody that's listening can uh, apply and just DM book. And I'll be happy to send you our newest book, which is how to spot the red flags blocking your child from success. Damn, that was good. <laughs> um, what is the website again? <laughs> www.thethefitzsolution.com.
beautiful. Well, you heard it, guys. Just go there and check it out. So I just want to say thank you for being here. And for all of you who are looking to amplify your mission through the power of video, I'm going to ask you to visit us at fourproductions.com. And I'll see you on the next one. Bye.